Hello there, and welcome back. You guys are listening to the Alex Fish Podcast, and today is Tuesday, February the 9th. I did know it was Tuesday. So, oh, and it is 1.07 p.m., and today we are welcoming back, well, for the first time, an amazing guest that I've wanted to come on the podcast for a while, and he's now here, ladies and gentlemen, the Bradley Crotty. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing just great, Alex. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing, I'm, eh, I'm doing okay. I had to wake up super early for this work meeting, but, you know, it's it's a grind. I've been constantly just fucking studying in this Series 7 book, and it's driving me insane. So, and I can't go outside because it's fucking negative 10 degrees out every day. <laughs> so we're hibernating in the basement. <laughs> what have you, what do you need to study for? Oh, the it's called the Series 7 exam, which is like the uh, first, yeah, for financial, uh, the financial industry. You need a broker's license, and a broker's license basically allows you to issue and transact, well, complete transactions with all types of securities except uh, mutual funds. So there's a separate exam for mutual funds I'll take after this, but this is my third exam, and after this I'll be licensed to broker business. So I can basically uh, transact business in all forms of securities. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Super interesting. That's actually awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty excited about it, but you know. Yeah, I just hope I just hope uh some people buy some IRAs for me. <laughs> That's definitely the goal. And what have you brought with us? What have you brought with you today to the podcast? Well, we have the iPhone 8. Oh yeah. Dude, I actually just upgraded my sis- I think it's my sister's phone. This is like an 8 plus and it's very uh decent. It is decent. It's very <laughs> decent. Bubbles is my home is my fucking lock screen for this. And uh God, that's another series I just fully rewatched. This trailer, trailer park boy series. Oh, I'm also rewatching. I'm currently in the process of rewatching. <laughs> I it just right finished now. it again. It's probably my third time I've watched through the whole show. I'm on the part where uh, Ricky and Julian are back from prison, and the trailer park is now an old folks' retirement home. Yeah, they got the massage, the massage the part there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Randy's got a mohawk. Yep. Oh, that's not the season where. Leslie is there, is it? Where they put up the gate? It is. Yep, that is the one, right? That's I don't. That Vietnam season's vet. okay. That's probably one of my least favorite seasons, though. Not oh. one of my favorites. Well, I but... guess there's that to look forward to then. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, you've seen it, but the <laughs> but the next couple are really good. I mean, every season in that show is good. Why do you think it is that some people just despise that show, though? Like, there is. It's either a love it or hate it type show. Like straight up. It's it's got to be the humor, right? Just yeah, the... it's definitely it's very raunchy. Oh, dude, super raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so oh. great. Oh, and it's just perfect. Oh, especially coming from like just a kid who grew up playing hockey. Oh you know? yeah, like it's <laughs> that type of humor is just right on the nose. I and love my alley. That Ricky lives in his car and he's got his clearing stick, so he gets to hack someone up for the shits all over his car. He's like, "Get the clearing stick!" and he just whips it all off the fucking car. Dude's got a fucking microwave plugged into a power strip. The guy's <laughs> yeah. just fucking whipping it across his car. Oh, dude, it's so so classic. They got a bunch of celebrities to go on that show, like Snoop Dogg, Doug Benson, and well, there was a rapper who went on there. I thought who ah. Uh... Well, shit, I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> Is it J-Rock? No, but that was when J-Rock held his first concert. Then the guy pulled up and said, like, called him Jamie and called him Whack, and then he, like, quit rapping, remember? Ah. Uh, that was, like, right away. 
Like season one. I don't remember. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I don't know. Really? Either way, great fucking show. There is a <laughs> there's a few topics I wanted to get to before we get into it. I was just I listened to this uh, podcast called the Tim Dillon podcast. You know who that dude is? Tim Dillon. I've never heard of him. He's a, he's like this comedian. He's dude's fucking hilarious, but he was talking about, there was a story that came out in Pennsylvania from a few days ago where there were two neighbors. You might've heard this story. Did you hear this story? Maybe. (laughs) Okay. And (laughs) a husband and wife were shoveling snow off their driveway and they were throwing it into their neighbor's yard around the neighbor's driveway and the neighbor and they were like fuck you buddy and the neighbor's like get your fucking snow off of my driveway and they're like fuck you what are you gonna do about it he's like we'll make your life a living hell and the dude's like he's like fuck it i'm done he comes out with a fucking revolver and shoots the husband and wife on the street i thought it was an ar because no, there's, hold on there's video of it hold on so he shoots them with a revolver and they're laying on the street bleeding out and he's, this is not funny, but well, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. That's what, <laughs> so they're bleeding out on the ground. Ah, call the police. And then the dude walks back into his garage and pulls out an AR and then comes up to them as they're laying on the ground, bleeding out. And he goes up to, there's a video of this, by the way, as you said, he goes up to the wife and he says, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> And then he shoots her in the head with the AR. Jesus. And then walks over and then finishes off the husband. And then walks into the garage and then shot himself in the head. And it was all on video. Yeah. (laughs) So I'd like to get your thoughts on that. If if you would. I mean, there's a lesson to be learned here. And what is is the lesson? Um, If your neighbor's a vet... (laughs) Maybe don't um, antagonize your PTSD yeah. neighbor with guns in his you garage. Know, even though it's the Navy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the the lacking of the military groups. Well, a man who was surrounded by semen for years. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Dude, those people in the Navy. Where are they sea people now? <laughs> yes. Good good pun, Bradley, playing the words. But, uh. Dude, if you're in the Navy, like, Savannah is in the Navy. Like, what are you, they, I know they state, a lot of them are stationed in, like, Hawaii or, like, on the, on the coast somewhere in, like, California. But, dude, what do you do? Like, are you required to go on a ship for a certain period of time or, like, travel? I don't even know what your commitments would be if you join the Navy. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the Navy, that's a really good question. Well, it's... What do you do for a majority of the time? I don't know. But it's different. I know it's different for every branch of the military. So, like, obviously, if you're in National Guard, you know, you, you do absolutely nothing. But <laughs> but if you're in the Navy, maybe you do slightly something. I don't know. And the Air Force now, you just sit in a little room and fly drones, you know, literally. That's what most of the people do in the fucking Air Force nowadays. Just wait for the okay from the dawn and... Dude. Apparently, those people that fly drones in, like, the Middle East and shit, well, they're flying them remotely. But apparently they're getting PTSD from, like, remotely well, yeah. blowing people up. Well, because they're also blowing up civilians. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But would that get, would that give you PTSD through a screen if you're blowing up? Uh... Y- yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what's the difference if, I mean, obviously it's real lives, but, I mean, you sit on a on a Xbox and you're blowing people up through a TV screen. Obviously, like I said, it's not, you're not killing people. For real. You are. But, 
while you're killing their hopes and dreams of joining FaZe. But other than that, I don't know. I, f- I just don't understand how those people have... S- and this is so ignorant, <laughs> but I don't know how those people have, like, severe PTSD. I don't know. Maybe I'm just fucked up in the head, but... Would that fuck you up, you think? Uh, it depends how... Sev- or uh, what my position would be, you know? If I'm the highest-ranking officer who gives the okay, then, yeah. And if I had to sit yeah. there and watch the screen and uh-huh. then visit the wreckage afterward... Or hear about the wreckage afterward and there were a bunch of civilians killed in the explosion, then yeah, that would mess me up. Yeah. But if these were um, Uh Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and they were the only ones killed, then I would be okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, But given the whole war in the Middle East is a complete joke anyway. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty bad. I feel like we've, uh, through social media and in recent years, we've uncovered a... They were really over there for uh, natural resources, and we really, really like democratic governments that we set up for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's our favorite. <laughs> we really love going and trying to regime change them ourselves. <laughs> we don't want them to figure it out themselves because we need to show them the right way. Yep. And apparently, <laughs> apparently we like to spend billions of dollars in telling them how to govern themselves and then tell them to give us all their oil. <laughs> but, uh... And then pray to God that the leader we put in charge doesn't make a U-turn on us and we have to overthrow him again. Yeah, and then spend more money. Yeah, well, you know, it turns out that that hasn't worked so well for us, surprisingly. You don't say. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been... Didn't it start kind of at the end of World War II when, uh, you know, what they call it, the Red Curtain of Communism or whatever? It was like a certain longitude basically from Russia over that they didn't want it spreading so that's why we went to Vietnam in the first place we didn't because if we figured that if communism would spread Vietnam was the choke point and if it's spread there they <laughs> apparently a, a a leader or a governing how how did they figure that a government from one it's not like it spreads like a fucking disease like on from <laughs> one coast inland <laughs> you know it's like well, if we stop it at the farthest coastal point then it won't spread inland. It's like, well, how do you figure that? You know, well, because communism is a disease. <laughs> we're just solving. Yeah, maybe you're right, Bradley. Maybe we're solving world problems here. Maybe it's, I don't know. The logic there doesn't really make sense. And apparently, didn't we lie about getting in? We lied to the civilians about what happened to Vietnam. Wasn't it like the Gulf of Tonkin or some shit like that? What, where we massacred a bunch of, like, uh, civilians and whatnot? I thought we got into Vietnam because we made up a story that, like, the Vietnamese blew up a boat or something. No. Yeah, it was something like that. They, like, killed a bunch of Americans there. But we lied to get the public support on our side to support the war. But we do that. We've done that in, like... For everything. Yes. There was a... I think one of the reasons that we got into World War II was that there was a... There was a ship crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Like, we were sending supplies to the Britain. Like, we weren't involved in the war at this point, but we were still sending supplies to the Allied powers fighting Germany before we got into the war. Yep. And the, a German U-boat, like, sunk, like, a big civilian ship that they found out recently it was actually carrying, like, a bunch of weapons for the Allied powers. But we were like, they're killing American civilians. We need to get in there and fuck up the Germans. Yeah, Miss Polloway from the high school... Yeah, she went over this a lot. Yeah. World, World War II was huge for some reason. 
Well, it was fairly important. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I should say for some reason it is very important. Yes. Well, but I mean, yeah. like as opposed to, like we learned close to nothing about the Vietnam War. Yeah. And I, the atrocities yeah. that we've committed there. You're, that really was never in any curriculum that we learned in school, right? We never learned about like the Korean or the Vietnam War, like at all. No. Yeah. We just learned about uh, the Cold War, the Cold. Yeah. Just the Russia World versus America. World War II and then the Cold War. Or the USSR versus America, I yeah. guess. God, what are, I don't know how much you pay attention to politics. I try to keep out of it as much as possible, but there's been a lot of talk recently about changing like school curriculums for like elementary, middle, and high school. And they've taught... Have you heard this whole thing about Trump's like patriotism curriculum bullshit no. that he's tried to enact? No. That he tried to... This was like less than a year ago that he... uh. He wanted to, because there were a bunch of school districts that were implementing, like, I don't know, that he was saying were anti-American values that they were, I don't know, but it's basically, we did have slaves. And they're like, you can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, we need patriotism curriculum. (laughs) We need to show them that America was good. But I I don't know. No, no. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with showing... uh, the new youth that America's good. Like, America yes, I, has I, done some good. I agree. But yes. we are built on... Our roots are built upon horrible, horrible things that we've oh, done. Oh, very, very true. The white man was very bad in the old little Middle Ages here. And, dude, me and my dad were talking about this yesterday, I think. We were talking about... Because there were some documents that someone was reading about the atrocities of Christopher Columbus yeah. when he landed. He, and, you know, he landed in, like, Haiti, right? He landed in the Virgin Islands, like, south of the south of Florida in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And when he got there, he wanted, like, they had superior weapons, and they basically wanted all these natives to, like, get gold for him, right? Mm-hmm. And so he literally would force them to mine for gold, which there's no gold there at all on this fucking island and then if they didn't bring gold back he would literally like he had a apparently he had a rock like this big rock where he would smash like their heads in and chop off limbs and then if they didn't bring back enough gold or if his dogs he had a pack of wild dogs and if they ran out of food he would take their babies and feed them to the dogs what the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah this is all documented and this man has a day. In 1492. It's an American holiday. Christopher Columbus killed the baby Naboo. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's that's fucking terrible. But uh, but apparently they changed the holiday now to Indigenous Peoples Day. It's not Christopher Columbus Day anymore. This was recently. Which I'm all, I will support the, the new holiday of Indigenous people. Because Christopher Columbus was a fucking menace. Right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He was a terrible person. Terrible person. But should the indigenous people get a day? <laughs> you know... I don't know. Maybe. You know, our like, ancestors made it really hard for us to apologize now. <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Dude, hold on. A little quick detour here, but... When I went to AR for PSEO, junior year high school, I had a sociology teacher, and this man... One of the first days of class, we were talking about the dilemma on if current nations should apologize for their past nation's actions, right? And he and one girl in this class, and it was an Arab girl, right? 
and she said, uh, she said, uh, absolutely they should or whatever. They definitely should apologize and make it right, blah, blah, blah. And he just looked at this girl dead in the face and said, should you apologize for 9-11? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And she, he still has a job? And she got up and walked out of the classroom. Straight, <laughs> 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 And this is a completely true story. This did happen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, uh, yep. He was like 80 years old, but yeah. That, <laughs> that was definitely a little fucked up little moment there. But I was like, God damn. Like, I paid no attention in that class, and it was really easy, but. That man was a savage, and that is a good point. <laughs> I mean, it's it's well, it's actually philosoph like it's kind of interesting, like just the concept itself on if current nations should t- claim responsibility and apologize for. I think everyone knows that you should acknowledge the past actions, right? Like yeah. you shouldn't lie that the Holocaust didn't happen if you're Germany. Like yeah. you should acknowledge, yes, the Holocaust happened, but then should you? take responsibility for it i mean i don't know like what do you think um i think germany already took responsibility no they did yeah they they had their country split in two (laughs) for a while well you're talking about the berlin wall yes well that was right after world war ii because that happened because the i think it was a and i know this because i know a lot of german history and shit after World War II, they split up Germany into four different parts, I think. And they split it between Russia, the United States, the UK, and, I don't know, France maybe, something like that. And part of Berlin was under communist control, yeah. Russia, and then part of it was under Democratic or the United States or whatever side. Uh, I don't know if the UK or America owned. But it was basically split in half. And they built the Berlin Wall because the Russians, uh, well, we just didn't want to. So I think it was like we didn't want to associate with each other and they didn't want like supplies getting. I don't know, but it was a big fucking mess for like years. And then, yeah, I don't know. But that did eventually get resolved and they took it down. But And I mean, if you want countries to make up for their previous actions, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you suppose they do? I don't know. A cash settlement? Well, now you're talking about should we offer reparations for Yeah, that's a word. Slavery? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. for slavery. Yeah, yes. but that would be well, considered a be. past action of the United States. So, but a lot of people like e- economists and 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 even well, see, uh, psycholo- psychologists slavery. It's but psych- after we freed them and then well, we... I'm talking about like psychologists, and I'm we're, we don't have to talk about just the specific reparation of slavery. Okay. But a lot of people say that like just giving like these people money doesn't solve any like it doesn't heal wounds. It doesn't make it doesn't heal the psychological like damage. It it just giving people money is not a good way of resolving the issue. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the big argument obviously against it, which I kind of agree with. Like it's not really doing anything except giving them like it doesn't. So like what should we do or what should Germany do? Like how do you make up for something like that? Tell us Bradley. Mm. <laughs> what do we do? Well, I think a great thing to do right off the bat is to just find an open land, uh-huh. start building, <laughs> uh, middle cl- start building uh, nice middle class neighborhoods. Okay. 
And then once that construction's done, move everyone in the slums, the ghettos, uh-huh. to those upper middle class houses. Okay. Make sure it's near a city. Uh-huh. That ha- Are you talking about just po- poverty now? Like, what are you talking about? Well, no. I mean, because uh, in the 50s, was it the 40s or the 50s? Uh, there was the, was it heroin or crack? Well, crack that... was like the 90s. Okay, so... There was something that, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I can't say I'm too edgy. L- LSD maybe? Well, no. That, that, that was the CIA. That was Those like the, that was, that was the okay. 60s. Yeah. No, but there was, because it was some type of drug was on an all-time high, and it, it was targeted towards black people in America. Like Washington, D.C. Um, had a huge epidemic with it. And it was targeted well, specifically. I don't think this is in the 40s or 50s. It could be. I could be wrong. But well, because I thought I heard something about in the 50s we because we set black people up to fail in America. Well, one big thing that we fucked up is that so we during the economic boom. Yes, there was nowhere for black people to live. So we yeah, these... we didn't allow them to acquire wealth, and we didn't allow them to acquire wealth through real estate. We didn't allow them to purchase homes in certain areas, yeah. right? So we basically district off a bunch of like suburban and wealthy neighborhoods and didn't allow them to purchase homes there, which... So I'm thinking we just do a hard reset on that. Okay. I mean, we have though, like obviously now you can go and purchase, but like it fucked them up for generations because they couldn't build wealth. Like we fucked them up and that is like if... If there was an argument for systematic racism, which I think there is, that is, like, the number one thing. One of the number one things, like, we did that fucked them up severely is didn't allow them to get, like, certain positions in companies and didn't allow them to acquire assets, like, at all. Like, we fucked them up, like, that way, badly. Yeah. So what did we do? (laughs) Yeah, we... Well, if there's... Two people who can solve this problem. It's got to be us. It has to be. And that's why I brought you in. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the world stage, Brad. Yep. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. If you got to, if anyone listening has the solution for us, then please, please let us know. Yeah. And then tell, and make sure to just DM Bradley all your thoughts of what you're feeling. And he'll, he'll definitely, Brad's like a counselor, you know, he, he's a good listener and he'll talk to you. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he might even have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right? Eh. <laughs> Dude, did you see Little Nas X got a pair of tits? Did you see this? That no, see that was Dude, I did see. It had to have been. I did see his it, tweet. I thought it's it was fake. fake. It, it has fake. to be right. It is fake. It has. To it be. is fake. Dude, but it if looked, he actually, but it looked real. Prosthetics, man, they're wonderful. Yeah, but did he actually get it? Like. But did he actually get it, like, surgery done? Probably not. You, oh, you think it was, like, Photoshop shit? I, no, I think that he probably just went over to someone who applies prosthetics and said, give me your biggest set oh, of boobs. I and understand. Put like, makeup shit. Like, yeah, that's oh, why he's yeah. wearing a shirt. Yeah, I saw that. He was, yeah, like, jiggling just, him. Just, <laughs> like, that was really funny. But if they were real, that man would be in, like, a bikini top or something sexy, you know? <laughs> something crazy. Dude, that's, like, Dwight Howard's dream right there. Lil Nas X is a bad bitch. Oh, yeah, he is. He owns it. Do you know Dwight Howard, like, got, Dwight Howard got caught basically, like, banging a bunch of trannies and stuff? No way. But, uh, here's the thing, though. If you're Dwight Howard, like, that man had, has to have fucked 
enough beautiful women to last, like, five lifetimes. Like, that man probably just got bored and just wanted to fuck, like, a dude with tits. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is literally my theory on what happened to him. I don't know. Maybe dude buttholes are different from women buttholes? Dude, that there's no way any man on this planet is taking a load from Dwight Howard. <laughs> <laughs> that man is like seven feet tall <laughs> just an absolute monster i don't know any basketball player when it comes to penis size scares me oh yeah because their hands are massive oh dude Kawhi leonard oh my god the dude. guy can, can <laughs> that just, man's has half a basketball doesn't he, he has to be packing <laughs> dude jesus christ there was a there was a photo of him where he was holding a water bottle in between one of his fingers like this and then gripping another whole separate water bottle in another two fingers <laughs> and hold, like water bottles big ass water it was gripping it holding two like this casually yeah because weren't the basketball guys at espn like charles barkley Shaq, and yeah the they're on tnt guys? tnt yeah, they're the tnt crew yeah oh so never mind then the tnt crew mm-hmm. they're like the most famous I saw a nba YouTube clip of them arguing over it like yeah. if you could fit a third one in there. <laughs> no and way. three of them said yes. <laughs> and I think it was Charles or Shaq that said no. Yeah, they probably know the best. Those I think dudes... it was Shaq because that man's got massive hands, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, Shaq's a... Mo- apparently, apparently, Shaq has, like, a average to, like, small penis, though. Did you know that? No. Yes. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. Because there was, like, a book written about him or something. And there was, a like, a memoir or some fucking quote from one of the girls that, like, had a thing with him. And she said that, like, he did not have a proportional, like, penis to his body. But, I mean, what is that saying? Like, that man could have, you know, like a 7 or an 8, and it would probably seem small on him. You, you know? know, when it comes to X, just X's in general, Uh huh. I just don't, most of the time I don't believe them. But when it comes to Shaq, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. But for the time being, I am happy, you know, thinking that Shaq has... A massive penis. <laughs> that makes me happy. It you know? does, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh... Yeah, I... Dude. Uh, there was a, a point... I think this was, like, two years ago that LeBron accidentally, like, ripped off part of his shorts, like, and they caught... Like, this man's, like, whole, like, penis was caught on camera, like, oh, before a game. God. Yeah. Just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, dude, is that not the worst nightmare for a man? Like, just someone just accidentally filming you and your just dick pops out? Like, that's not a, <laughs> that's not the ideal situation. Honestly, I would rather that than someone hacking through my phone, finding a photo from when I was in high school and trying to blackmail me for a dick pic I took in high school. <laughs> I would rather yeah. accidentally whip it out on live television. Oh, yeah, you don't want to consensually someone and then have it held over you. Yeah, no. Yeah. I would. Oh, man. So, granted, if Brad Crotty ever became very, very famous, is it there a possibility some woman out here in Minnesota could blackmail Black Crotty? 100%. <laughs> Many women no. in the city? <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> Can you count the women on your hands? <laughs> that I've sent a dick pic to? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I don't think I've sent very many. I don't think. But that's, yeah, I guess that... It's good. Have you have you heard that whole thing where it's like, uh, if you break up with your ex, like you should delete all their nudes? What do you think the percentage of significant others are that actually delete? If nudes? it's a woman, unless he has a pretty cock, a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. There's no women. Penises that... aren't 
beautiful to look at. No. They're just... No, for the majority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some nice-looking ones out there, though. Like, yeah. you, you can have, a, like, a really clean-looking, like, well-oiled-looking penis. A porn-quality penis. Yes. 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 But for the most part, you're right. Like, it's just a... Dude, how are women into, like, dick pics? Like, I don't understand. Maybe they... Mm-hmm. We'll if never know. If it's a big, I understand. Yeah. Because they can just put the dildo they have next to them that's approximately the same size inside ah, of them. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just brain fuel for them, right? Oh, yeah. Just, okay, yeah. Well, just like uh, dick pics from girls, you know? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> I'm going to need to hit this vape quick. Entertain the people for 10 seconds while I take a breather here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been watching uh, ins- or uh, Inside the World's Most Dangerous Prisons. You know, the guy, the British guy who was sent to prison for life in prison for a crime he didn't commit. No, I've and not heard that. he only served 12 years of it. And then he proved he proved his innocence after twelve years. Maybe, maybe, dude. There's so many stories like that. Is this a, on Netflix or something? Oh yeah, it's oh. on Netflix. Oh okay. And this guy go and there's a there's one in South Africa. That's the episode I'm on right now. And you, South Africa has been underfunded for quite some time, or this part of South Africa has. Yeah, there's rich so, parts of South Africa. And so, uh, and. Uh, in the South African culture, it's a very sexual culture. Okay. So there are a lot of rapes that take place in South Africa. Is that what you define as a sexual culture? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, okay, okay, continue. A lot of rapes happen in South and Africa. Carjackings so, and carjackings for some reason. And then the South African government, uh, to crack down on rapes, uh-huh. they are now having all these rapists serve like a 20-year sentence. Yeah, they're increasing the punishment, is what you're saying. And so now there's all of overcrowded prisons just full of rapists. Oh, no. And they're all guys. And so there's like uh, six guys to a cell. And the host of the show gets (laughs) sent to one of these prisons. And right away, one of the guys in the prison is like, you are my my wife now. (laughs) And then the host is like, no, I don't like this. Is this a joke? <laughs> and then he goes, no, you're my wife now. I'm going to share this bed with you. Oh, and, like, God. right away, like, they're telling him to lay down, like, take off Is his it... shoes right here and, like, lay down on his new bed. Are and they going to rape this man on camera? Oh, uh, that's what I thought, but, uh, no. Then he gets up, he grabs his shoes because they had him take his shoes off and they were checking him out. He grabs them off the bed and try- and books it through the door. But this man has, like, security around him, right? No, he has a camera. He has a camera crew. That's it. So the camera guy is left <laughs> in the room just filming the door. No. Yeah, but, uh... This sounds great. I think I need to tune in. Yeah, it's actually... It's it's really funny, because this guy is a massive... He is a, a bit of a pussy for having served 12 years in prison, given he didn't actually murder anybody. He was innocent. Uh-huh. He's just a really nice guy. And that's the host of the show, or that's yeah, the... Okay. that's the host of the show. So... Like, I don't know why such a good guy would want to... Because you know damn well what you're doing by visiting the world's most dangerous prisons. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah, you know what you're in for, right? But luckily, yeah. he's mixed, you know? Okay. If he was a white guy, you know, they're, he most definitely would have gotten raped in that African prison. <laughs> Maybe. You think the white is a commodity among the non-white... Well, well whites it... are just hated. 
make across. that and Amer. Yeah, yeah. I would say particularly Great Britain and America. Oh yeah, no, for and sure. Germany, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's not not the best day ever to be a white person. <laughs> no, <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah, people are. Uh, yeah, we are very disliked among cultures around the world. I would say. Yeah. For mostly uh, justifiable reasons. Mostly justifiable. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, we did some terrible shit. Like we we're talking about back in the day. But here's the thing. Uh, we kind of got to the top of where we are now because we were superior and through those times and literally advanced the most because we were able to conquer so many places, right? Which is why we kind of rose to power in the first place. And obviously that's going to get you hated, right? So, I mean... It's just unfortunate that it had to be white people, you know? <laughs> I mean, there could be some alternative universe where... Africans colonized the globe. Probably. There probably is. And I mean, white people were put into slavery. Yes, I guarantee that has probably happened. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, we are... Uh, Once we unlock interdimensional space travel. Which hopefully will be soon. Once the government admits that uh, that we got some alien spacecraft that were hiding in the desert. Yep, Bob Lazar's already exposed you. Yes. Elon Musk yes. is on our side, too. Did I make you listen to that Bob Lazar podcast? Joe Rogan. Uh, you told me about it, and then I, yeah, that night I watched it. You listened to it, or I you did. watched it? Did you like it? I did. Yeah, that was that was a like they have. A, he has a documentary on Netflix too. Like they know how to make the fuel for anti gravity, but they mm-hmm. don't know how it works. Well, so they can't replicate it. They can't replicate it because uh the element one fifteen, it's uh it it is a uh I, we can make element one fifteen, but it's a uh, god damn it my chemistry. It's an isotope of 115 that we don't know how to make, which an isotope basically means, for all those people wondering, is uh, when you have an element, it means there's a certain amount of uh, protons and neutrons in the nucleus, right? That's how you distinguish different elements by the number of protons and neutrons in the nucleus. But an isotope, well, actually, I think it's just the amount of protons that determine an element, but isotopes mean there's a different number of neutrons in that nucleus so you can have element 115 but if there's a different number of neutrons in the nucleus it means it's just an isotope of that same element and certain isotopes of like isotopes of uh different elements are like radioactive and that's how you get a bunch of like weird elements with different properties and we don't know how to make that certain 115 yet yeah but they have made it in the lab like 115 yeah. Yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops has trained me for Element 115. <laughs> In what way? Oh, the zombies mode. <clears throat> In zombies mode? They bring up Element 115 on every single map. No, they do not. On Black Ops Zombies? Really? Oh, yeah. Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Black Ops How 4. How so? Element 115 is what made the zombies. Really? Yeah. I did not know this. Really? No. Oh. Well, thank you, Brad. You're welcome. That's some interesting history there. Look really? Mm-hmm. Where did they... Is that, like, in the campaign or something? Did I miss that? Zombies. Really? I, I'm just uneducated I mean, you, on the history? If you ever, like, tried doing the Easter eggs for zombies... Occasionally, but I don't remember. If you pay attention to the dialogue... Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, spe- whoever the Russian guy was, Richtofen, I think was something his name. Something like that. Yeah. Yep. He does it in his German accent. Damn. Von one fi- 15. That's fucking sick, dude. Right? I did not know that. Yeah, it's, there's definitely history. 
But one interesting thing about Bob Lazar is that when he did his interviews, like, back in the 80s, and we synthesized 115 in the lab in, like, the early 2000s, and he was talking about that element that we had not discovered, like, decades before we made it. Oh, yeah. Like, that is literally proof <laughs> that this man was working on this shit. Like, I don't know what more you want. And then, obviously, his story is, like, fairly proven that he did do this. Well, because who's the guy that follows him around? The guy who's, like, dedicated his life um, to proving, like... Well, one of them is called been... George Knapp. He's the guy in Las Vegas who originally broke his story and has been working with him. But then Jeremy Corbell is the one that made his documentary for Netflix. So both those guys, I would say. Yeah, yeah it must have been Corbell on the podcast. It was Corbell, yeah. And that dude's kind of a nut, but <laughs> the dude's kind of crazy. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's just so many people lying that it's hard to fucking distinguish, like, what's real and what's not. Which, why is people are like, you're a fucking loony, like, if you believe this shit. But some of, I don't know. You think that the, do you think the government has tried to create misinformation around it to try to make you look like a, like a loony if you believe, right? Yes. Like, yes, right? Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The government fucks with people all the time. Yeah? All the time. Yeah. Do you think still to this day we're doing some... Well, we're obviously doing some sketchy shit, but... Do you think the government has more advanced technology than the private se- the private sector does? Yes. Yeah? How far advanced? Wait, the private sector? So the private sector would mean, As like... In like, contractors and... Corporations. Corporations. Yeah, like, available to the general public and companies for use. How, uh, how, how much... Probably not. No? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure there's some company out in the Middle East, out in some desert... That's Maybe. That's just years and years ahead of us. You think so? Oh, my God. Dubai. I wouldn't doubt it if it's in Dubai. Could be. But, uh, apparently... All of our lithium-ion battery technology, like the shit that we use for like EVs and that we use for like all of our most advanced batteries apparently came like the CIA and uh, science and technology of the federal government apparently had that technology like a decade before the private sector did. And apparently people said that the battery technology came out of slow release of like leaks from the federal government. So I I don't know. We're also assuming that some of these corporations in the private sector aren't in cahoots with the government. Oh, I guarantee they are. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, but but fully? Like, to the full disclosure of all the technology? Like, no, I don't know. No. Like, I don't know. But that's... I don't know. It's all speculation. Like, we don't fucking know. Yeah, okay. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely know. Yeah, that thing is... Hitting something special. Ugh. Tastes pretty bad, huh? Yeah, it tastes pretty bad. Yeah. And usually your vape tastes very good. Yeah. Yeah. That's 50. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even... Yeah, I can't no. even rip it that much either. No, no. Yeah. Like, on the way to school, I was coughing up a lung. Yeah. Because there's a chunk of Nick, Nick salt just in the back of my throat. Ugh, gross. Do you want to explain to the people what you do? Or what you're going to school for and stuff? Oh. Give them a little background. Oh. I am Bradley Crowdy. I am. Tw- All right, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Go Thank ahead. you for having me on the show. Um, so I go to Anoka Tech. Um, I'm in my last semester. Yay! I'm going to school to be an electrician. Um, and so this, yeah, go ahead. The first half was all residential. 
And for those of you who don't know what residential electricians do, those are your houses, apartments, duplexes, anywhere you live. That's what residential electricians work okay. on. Commercial. It's in the name. Commercial buildings, out uh, retail. Uh, airports, airports, malls, yep. shit like that. Uh, so the first year was all residential. Now the second year we're doing uh, commercial. And commercial sucks for oh, me. I... I'm having a very hard time following along. Dude, I bet so. I bet those the wiring for those buildings is so complex. I can't uh, even imagine. Honestly, dude. it's not that complex. It's uh, just I suck at bending conduit, so the metal pipes that surround the wire that protect the wires. Okay. Like you're actually uh, physically like doing this shit. Yeah, we're bending. It's hands on. Yeah. It's okay. All very hands on. Yeah. I'm in lab five times a week. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, my dad wired this whole, like, basement, and he was talking about some, like, all the shit, how he, like, ran it mm-hmm. down here. Like, a lot of it's run, like, through one of those walls and, like, through the ceiling and how all these light fixtures work. They, I, I don't know. But, all, the, all the wires are just nailed to studs. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you basically just hook it up and run it through the wall, right? Your light switch is held up by a plastic box that's nailed to a stud. Like, that's mm-hmm. what's holding it. Well, it's like a up. metal casing, right? Uh, For your it switch? It can be metal or plastic. It yeah, it's like matter. a metal... And then you well, nail, it, matter, but... nail it to, like, a stud and then... Yeah, but... I, I don't dude you get paid fucking surprisingly well for those trades like plumbing and electricians like you make a lot of money oh yeah like dude you can make a lot oh because uh what's the word for it they're uh they're a blank job uh i i don't know what necessary well i requ- like the, it, it is they're very important because ev- um there will always be electrical problems always there will always be plumbing issues and it's also the jobs that nobody wants to do. Mm-hmm. They nobody wants to be a ditch digger, which is what us electricians call plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta give them shit. Yep. Yeah, because there's a hierarchy of codes that all of the trades have to follow, and some trades are above others when we're because we'll be working together with other trades when we're working on a new building. Okay. Yeah. And so plot there's you got to work with the other specialists right on the job site. Oh yeah, because you got to be cohesive in how you're structuring the project. Like yep. everything needs and, to work together. Yep. And if someone out and if someone's code, uh, if two codes don't com- aren't compatible with one another, say someone is trying to run some plumbing lines in one area, but I need me as an electrician, I need to run a certain wire up. At that area, uh-huh. on that stud where they're running their pipes. The plumbers then have to move those pipes around my wire because I'm above them. Okay. On the hierarchy, I guess. Okay. But, oh, don't get me wrong, electricians are also, like, second from the bottom. The bottom is plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's ahead of that? Um, Everything else, I guess. Drywall guys. Really? Yeah. Ahead of electricians? Yeah, because we can't put our wires where they're going to be nailing drywall oh oh yeah so they have priority in yeah. the construct of the building mm-hmm. mm, okay yeah i guess so what do you want to do for because obviously you want to talk about like the requirements you have to do a residency for like multiple years or some some shit right uh yeah so <clears throat> what you have to do a residency don't you or, no what okay we have to we have what we call uh apprenticeships apprenticeship my bad so 
by me going to you typically have to be an apprentice for five years before you can take your journeyman's test. Okay. Which will then allow you to become a a licensed journeyman or a licensed electrician. And now you can work on something by yourself or independently. You can be like an independent contractor if you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you can. I'm guessing you can still work for like a a union or or a firm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, are, are all those trades, like, heavily unionized? I would imagine they are. Are they? Mm. No? I don't know about all of them. Electricians, uh, there's a good amount of unions, mm. yeah. But Any, there's also yeah. a good amount of independent, like, a lot of people, most of the electricians want to start their own business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my goal, too, is to start my own business. Yeah, in any industry where there's a lot, when the job criteria is very like uh dangerous or it's i mean yeah where it's basically very dangerous there's, there's a lot of different factors like incorporating the job those jobs are usually unionized because they want you want to have rights to fight for the employer that or the employee that's working on the job site like yeah. they they argue for certain rights and certain like pay and all this so you'll find the yeah. unions for the commercial work okay yeah but like the residential work like you'll find no unions associated with that oh. because it's much more simple. Yes. It's more basic. Yeah. Very easy. Me and my dad were talking about this a few days ago that unions were practically created because back in the day when people were just working on like railroads and shit, uh, and be, well, here, the beauty of capitalism, folks, is that back in the day, they would literally pay workers, like they didn't pay like railroad workers, anything. Like, they didn't pay them anything. The cost of the housing that they had to stay on the job site was more than they were paying these people. So they were literally in debt to, like, the company, and they they were basically slaves. So unions eventually were created to step in to fight for wages and rights for the worker. Because back in the day, it was so unregulated that, like, corporations could literally just go in cahoots with each other and just completely fuck over the yeah. workers. White people were getting paid just as much as black people and Chinese on the railroads, and they had just about enough of it. Hey, dude, but, yeah. And obviously, today, I feel that unions are... I don't want to say they're getting less popular, but they're... I I would argue that they're, they're not as needed as much as back in the, you know, 30s, 40s, the New Deal type shit, you know? Like, we have better rights for our workers now than we did back then well there was but. just well like teacher a teacher's union those are pretty important because teachers get paid dog shit yeah uh yeah. wasn't there a big nurse strike mm-hmm. in yep. recent years yeah like that yeah healthcare workers I th- yeah i don't know i'm not an expert on unions but even though i took a class which half of the <laughs> half of the curriculum was about unions but god knows i was probably not paying a whole lot of attention but you know i don't know it's it's interesting but yeah if you could be an independent contractor i feel like that'd be the way to go if if you knew what you were doing that's the well i mean like there are so many elderly people or just lazy people who don't want to install their ring doorbells oh yeah i i you could charge someone 100 200 bucks to install their ring doorbell and be done in an hour yeah like it's so easy. Yeah. So easy to make money as an independent contractor. And, and like you said, Pete, you're always going to have work because people are always going to need work done. Exactly. Any Anytime someone purchases a new house and they like, need something rewired or this switch is fucked up with it, it's like you call your electrician and 
like Jer- have you talked about Jeremy with this with some of the issues with his new yeah, house? Yeah, Jeremy walked me through his whole house and like uh, his garage door opener was plugged into an outlet that was also connected to the l- garage light. And the way they wired it up is that the garage the garage door opener was only powered on when the light switch was on. Yeah. So, so you have to turn on the light to open the garage door? Yep, so he had to leave his light on just to get in and out of his garage. That's so fucked. But he told me that he had uh, Tyler Sunnell there. Yeah, which is also, he's also up. an electrician, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome if I ran into him on the field. That would be sick. I didn't know that, uh, yeah, like Peyton's ex-boyfriend was like best friends with Tyler Sunnell apparently, and that's how they met. So, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened with... With that whole thing. I think he was, like, moving to, like, North Dakota. I, I don't remember that conversation. But he was moving somewhere, and she wasn't about it. So That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Here, you want to do one thing for me? Move your, uh, you see this pop filter you have here? Here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Oh, little. All right. Here's some feedback. Yep, a little bit. And, like, dude, I'm, you know how many times I've fucked up, like, the audio on this shit? So many fucking times. Like, you're just scrolling through to re-list, to listen to it? Well, I, I don't re-listen to any of these. That might be the issue. I'm not going back through <laughs> listening to this. So I'm not discovering the issue. But I, I see everything that pops up. And so I can, here, well, I can't really show you because I can't really move the computer. But there's waveforms that, so I can see, like, the audio and how powerful it's coming in. But, I don't know. I... This shit has been a big learning curve for me, but, yeah. That's why it'd be nice to just kind of hire someone to yeah. look shit up for you and pay attention to those wavelengths. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm already fucking broke and I'm already... Maybe if I start... Like I said, if I get more money, like when I start my job, I think I'll get, like, a camera, and then uh, I'll get, like, a better system to, like, record the audio on, but, yeah. But that is hopefully in the future. And... As I start working here, I'm not going to have as much time to record as many podcasts, you know. But uh, I still plan on doing, like, two a week, you know, something like that. You know, most podcasts only post, like, two or three times a week, like, maybe. Like, there's a lot that don't really? post that. Oh, yeah. I like, thought JRE only posted, like, once a week. Oh, he posts He posts more. He posts, like, four a week, probably. Good Lord. Yeah. he Dude, he has, a, like, a two, two or three hour conversation, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like, literally. Like, consistently. But, I mean... He's the most successful for a reason. Like, he, yeah. And I his don't know. deal with Spotify? Yeah, I don't know if he's, he's probably required to output a certain amount, too. But. Well, yeah. he doesn't have a problem with the output. He has a problem with uh, the fact that there's no video. Because that's a huge part of the Joe Rogan experience. Like, Elon Musk smoking that blunt. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened. He has, like, that he has the video on Spotify. He has video on Spotify? Watch. Now? Here, I'll show you. I'll show you exactly what happens. Um, so if you go to Spotify, I just watched a clip today of him watch. talking about it. If you click on a, if you click on Jerry, and then I'll just click on a random video. Watch. So. If it, oh wow! Yeah. So Spotify's I, it, but but you can turn it off, and the audio will still play. But if you go into the app, you can watch it while you're listening to it. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I got you into podcasts a little bit, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. you're working, right? Or you're just doing shit. And you're like, you know, it would be fun to listen to something. I was like, Bradley, you just got to listen to some podcasts. Yeah, well, a good time. Because I reinstalled Pandora just to listen to 
comedy like comedy snippets, like uh-huh. one joke comedy bits. Really, those are funny though. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good ones. Oh yeah. You know who uh, I rediscovered? Like a really funny comedian. He's dead. Do you know who Bill Hicks is? Is that Bill the Hicks? Is his goatee? Name? Maybe the ponytail, white hair. No, no. He's he died like uh, in the nine. Of he was only like thirty, like five. He died of like pancreatic cancer or something. But dude, this dude, he's known as like one of the best ever. But this dude was fucking hilarious. You Impressionist? No, not really. Then I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, said Bill I'll, Hicks. I'll send you a. I'll send you one of his uh, like specials or something on YouTube if you want to listen to it. Oh, yeah, very good. Who do you listen to for like comedy? Uh, for comedy, it depends. If I'm angry, I'll listen to Bill Burr. Oh, I love Bill Burr. No, yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. Um, or also, I, I liked Burt Kreisner for a while. Burt Kreisner's okay. He's, 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 he's not, told he's the not same, really my style, though. He's got his one joke. The the machine? The machine. Yeah. That, that he says at every single comedy show. It's funny, though. It is. Yeah. It's a legendary story. Oh, absolutely. The guy got recruited by the Russian mob. Yeah, you want to tell him that? You can tell the podcast oh, that little no. story. Well, I don't need to. You can just look up Burt Kreishner, the machine. You can. I'll, I'll give a little. Oh, because his uh, delivery of it is Oh, pr- yeah, we, we can't imitate his delivery. Yeah. But he basically went to, he took Russian in college, and then he they went on a trip his senior year to Russia, and <laughs> they were what, they were taking like a bus or like a train or the something. train through Russia. And yeah. he met some of like the Russian mob on the train, and he introduced himself because his Russian was not very good. He goes, my name is the machine. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, shit. And they brought this man up with all the other uh, like Russian mob members. And he was just downing shots of vodka with them. And they're like, this man is an animal. <laughs> and he, like, cause he could drink, like he's a heavy drinker. And so oh, he yeah. was keeping up with the mob. And then they like got and they were like, rob this train with us. He's <laughs> like. I can't. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. His class was on the bus yes. with them, and he ended up robbing them with the Russian mob. Come on. That's the most legendary thing I've ever heard. And then his teacher starts bitching him out, and then the Russian mob just, like, gets off in her face yeah. and goes, he is the machine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't fuck with the machine. <laughs> yeah, that's so epic. Do you want to, like, travel anywhere at some point? Where would you go? Um, so my goal in life is to just travel all over the world. Okay. Um, a little bit of everywhere. I've always, even the super vacation-y spots, like the Bahamas. I've, super I've been to the Bahamas. It's expensive, but I, I just want to check it out. It's dope. I want to enjoy, I, cause I've already been to Hawaii. Yeah. That's up there on people's bucket lists. I have not been there. It's really nice. Yeah. It was a lot more beautiful 10 years ago, but... I Probably. Yeah, because I've actually been there twice in a 10-year span. Really? Because my grandpa got married 10 years ago in Hawaii. That was my first time going, and it was beautiful. Um, There was... On the flight there, there... Uh, I went there two last summer? No, two summers ago. Yeah. And as we were getting... Because there's the coastline, and the when we get there, uh, there's just, like, miles of garbage no. along the coastline. What? We're flying in, and I'm just like, what? <clears throat> in, what? in the in, ocean? In the ocean. No. Yeah, it's off one of the islands, and I'm just like, oh, my God. You know? And that wasn't there 10 years ago? No. It was just all blue. Oh, dude, that's fucked. Yeah, you'd think they'd 
clean that up somehow. And they can. It got. They've put in more resorts. Yeah. So it's not as much green. Yeah. More people on the beach. But yeah. If you want to go hiking, still beautiful. Yeah. We hiked up a volcano, watched the sunrise. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Damn. That's and didn't you say when you went there you fell asleep with your shirt off? Oh yeah, and this <laughs> our very first uh, full day there. We went to the. We decided to go to the beach. And I went snorkeling. I went out. I was out snorkeling for like a half hour, like swimming fully. Like there was a turtle, like just chilling on the rocks, or above by the rocks. So uh-huh. I went over there, check that out. Didn't touch them. Okay. No, I mean you probably shouldn't. No, nope. dude, turtles will fuck you. up. This thing will. The one behind you will fuck you up. Well, yeah, he's a mean bastard. You will. <laughs> he's a... Dude, it thinks your finger is a worm. So every time I'm trying to feed it and I like stick my hands in it, ah, it just opens up its mouth and it tries to bite my finger. I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like I do this every day. I just got to box them a bit. Dude. <laughs> Smack them around a little but, bit. But dude, that turtle is, oh, it just thinks your finger is food. And I remember uh, my mom used to like feed it and it would bite her finger. She's like, ow, ow, ow. She's like, oh, that's, I'm like, mom, I think just bit the fuck out of your finger. I was like, what are you doing? But, yeah, and then I decided to take a nap. I set an alarm for a half hour, and then I was going to flip over and do my... I fell asleep on my stomach. So uh-huh. I was going to flip over in a half hour. And ironically, I fell asleep to Bill Burr. Ah. And then I woke up two hours later in a flop sweat. <laughs> the worst. Yes, and, like, my towel has been bunched into a ball, and it's now underneath my stomach. Ugh. And so I'm just, like, sleeping in, like, a downward dog position because I'm propelled <laughs> up by the towel. I got you. And then I look over, and my mom, dad, and sister are just sitting in the water looking at me. Oh, those motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I told you, and I told my sister, like, hey, if I don't wake up in an hour, I want you to wake me up. She oh. said, okay. Didn't wake me up. <laughs> and we get back to the hotel room, and my back is red. Oh, yeah. Just so unbelievably red. And then... Uh, There's nothing worse than it, just a sunburnt back. And then I had a perfectly straight, like, glow-in-the-dark white like, <laughs> line that separated just my ba- my lower back and my bare ass. Yeah. So bad. Oh, man. And I spent the rest of my vacation soaking in aloe, and I couldn't move my, like, I was pretty oh, much, like, yeah. either stuck with my arms by my sides or my arms out. Dude, that will fucking ruin a vacation. Oh, yeah. Dude. When I went to Vegas with Nate, I uh, I laid out in by the pool with my shirt off for I it was probably just over an hour and I had no sunscreen on, and I had my whole stomach and like chest exposed over an hour. And I remember I put on my shirt and we were walking around later that night and I was like I was like ow I was like is there something on my shirt I was like fuck and I lifted up my shirt and my fucking chest was so fucking red. And I mean, it was the most red, and it was so, so fucking painful. And uh, my tan line was absolutely terrible. And it literally, to this day, if I stretch out, like, my, my front, like, really intensely, like, I still have a little bit of pain, like, like five months later. Like, a little bit of, like, pain, because my skin got so fried. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, I, I nearly got skin <laughs> cancer, probably. Like, it hurt that bad. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Uh, well, it was really bad for oh me. Oh, my But, like, God. the shoulders were the worst. But I also found out I have a birthmark on my back. Really? So, yeah. Where? Um, it's, like, right up here. What is it? 
Uh, I don't know. I assume <laughs> a birthmark. Hope it's not cancer, but... <laughs> well, yeah, I hope not. Haven't gotten it checked out. But is it just, like, a, like a scratch? Like, what, is that what it looks like? Uh, no, it's... What was it? It's just, like, uh... Kind of in the shape of Florida, but a little more straight, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a sharp right... Dude, how do, how do you think birthmarks... Like, how does that happen? Like, how, does, how, do, how do you think that happens? Bad genes. You think? No. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, how does, how does that happen? Like, what, what happens when you're in the... Like, in the... Do you think you just don't get, like, nutrients to a certain part of your face or, like, a certain part of your... Like, I, I, I just don't know. Maybe when you're, like, forming, like, some shit just doesn't go right. Or, like, three nipples. That's another weird one. Well, you used to say that you had a third nipple. Well, I didn't used to say. I still have a third nipple. Is it, but it's not a nipple. Yes, is it is. It, it's not a nipple. Yes, it is. Well, explain. It looks like a birthmark, <laughs> but it has a little nipple. <laughs> so, like, it will get hard if you yes. flick it? <laughs> no, not. Yes. No. And, ah. I'm gonna, like, after hockey games, like, if we play outside, uh-huh. like, that's where that... Like, that's where I, like... Because at first, I thought it was a birthmark. Yeah. And then I felt a bump, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I have a zit on my birthmark. Like, mm-hmm. okay, but then the zit never went away. Yeah. So. It's a nipple. It's got to be a nipple. Brad's got a little third nipple. Looks like a birthmark. That is pretty dope. Uh, yeah. It's not and... like a Colton Ryan caliber. <laughs> Stop. No, you mean his, uh... That was from his appendix getting taken out, right? I thought he had a third nipple. No, he doesn't. Oh. We used to, I think we used to say that as a, this is terrible, but I think we used to <laughs> <laughs> joke them, because he, he has a big scar where his appendix got taken out, because it got, like, really infected after it yeah. got taken out, and he, rightly so, got really mad at us when we made fun. <laughs> <laughs> We were very, oh. very immature back back in the day. Oh. So, sorry, Colton, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, oh. I honestly thought he had a third nipple. Oh. <laughs> but he, it's down by his fucking waist. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yours is below. Yours is like in your midsection. It's like right yeah. underneath my other nipple. Yeah. Underneath my boob. But it's like far enough away where you wouldn't expect the nipple to be there, you know? Well, I mean, where do you, that's this is where I'd expect any nipple to be underneath yeah. another nipple. Yeah, but it's but it's farther. But it's like a full like like three or four inches away from your nipple. You act like three or four inches is a long way, fish. Dude, people's nipples aren't fucking five inches long. Oh, are you talking about like are you, you're not talking like length, like the length of a nipple, are you? Well, I'm saying your third nipple is like it's f- far. It'd be oh, it'd be kind of normal if it was like a centimeter away from your normal nipple, right? Oh, but it's down maybe. far enough where you wouldn't think there'd be a nipple there. Oh, right? Maybe. maybe, maybe. But dogs have nipples that are spaced like farther apart. So I don't know. I don't know. What I'm well, but they also have litters. Yeah, humans don't have litters. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe you, your genetics got fucked up and they thought you were uh, going to be, yeah. <laughs> you were going to be, uh, well, you're a male, so you, your nipples don't produce milk, so well, I, don't, I don't know. You can tell yourself that as much as you want, but. <laughs> Brad's got some big. Last time I big, checked. Big, mo- what do they call <laughs> milkers. it? A, a mommy milker? Mommy milk. <laughs> <laughs> Mo- big mommy milkers. So little Nas X has. Oh no. Oh yeah, that is a big oh no. Oh, by the way, are you um? I just got a text. Are you gonna be joining uh Drew's beer league hockey team? 
Do you know that he was having this? I didn't even know Drew was starting a beer league hockey team. He invited me to it. Yeah, but if we we might still need some other people. Oh, but yeah. Well. If anyone else wants to play, just add them to the group chat. We need like five to six more. Oh, yeah, I'll play. Yeah, you're well, in? it depends. Like, I'll add you. Obviously, the games are going to be... I don't... But the thing is, I'm starting work here very soon, too. So, I, I mostly, I think the games are later at night. Yeah, then yeah. that'll be fine. Yeah. I'll see if I can add you here. Info. I don't know. Oh, add contact. Bradley. So, here's the thing with, uh, with like, a beer league team. Here, did it add you? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, just say your name in there. Uh, here's the thing with, like, a beer league hockey, though. Because my dad played beer league, right, a few years ago for, like, th- for like three years in a row. Mm-hmm. And he he played in, like, the C League. And it was real. And I went to a bunch of his games, and I watched them. And, like, they were fun. They looked cool. But uh, I, apparently on this team, like, there's quite a bit of, like, ex-hockey players. Like, there's a – we have a mix of guys, right, that are going to be – that have played in some, like, kind of ha- – I don't know. But we really need to find the right, like, competition level because we can't be going in there and – blowing people out you know what i'm saying well i mean i like in high school i took hockey pretty seriously uh for the most part like practices not so much but yeah games definitely yeah but like now that i'm uh out of shape and uh-huh. out of high school <laughs> i like even when i'm playing pond hockey like i would rather just even if i'm playing beer league like i'll sort of take it seriously but uh-huh. it's beer league like i'm yeah, he- i'm here point, to get point. drunk and yeah just mess with some dust uh benders you know? yeah <laughs> that's a good point you always have had a good attitude towards that just fucking around but uh obviously in high school you too you did take it very seriously your dad took it very very seriously <laughs> uh yeah dude this what was it uh our a bantam year when we went into overtime in our sections game against Spring Lake Park, and my dad was just screaming at me at, at the Thorpe Ice Arena. This guy, like, he, the most audible guy there, and everyone is, like, cheering and talking, and you got Jeff Crotty just like, move your ass. Yeah, and, you could always, like, he would always. So I just turned around the middle of the game after a whistle and just flipped just flipped him the bird right there, just right in front of everyone. Just the coaches are, uh, yeah, a bunch of hockey dads, the coach was really confused by that why i was flipping off the parents but yeah <laughs> shit man zach thompson ended up uh, going bar down in overtime and no way yeah, yeah we won that game that's epic but yeah hockey was uh yeah even when i felt like i was playing good jeff crowdy was right there to make sure that i wasn't playing good enough yeah <laughs> yeah your, da- your dad was very harsh very oh, harsh yeah. on you i was six years old and tears i was in squirts just in tears after hockey games that's dude that's <laughs> terrible dude yeah my dad never really took it that seriously i mean he wanted me to he encouraged me to like play the sports but he never would like get angry with me after like a game i don't know and i mean i get it hockey is <clears throat> gotta be one of the most expensive sports to play oh yeah well, yeah just between all the equipment that goes bad on you Dude, so much. And the sticks are two hundred bucks a pop. Those yep. things break like nothing. And they sometimes. break. You, I mean, you'll probably average breaking a stick a year. You know, so there was one year I went through six sticks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad threatened to pull me out of hockey if I broke another <laughs> one. God damn it! It it was a it was a fun time, but you know, I'll never, never to this day, I will never understand why for high school we did not weight train. 
we'll never understand to this day why no. we didn't do it. Football, every every football team, even the soccer team, was in the weight room every now and then. <laughs> we never went to the weight room, and you know what? And I, I think I've, I don't know if I've told this on this story in here before, but <clears throat> after my senior year of hockey, I went to Duluth, and I lifted really intensely, the most ever intensely that I've lifted before. So freshman year, I weighed almost 180 pounds. Like, I had my max bench that year. Like, I I had lifted a lot. And I was like, I wonder what it would have been like if I had lifted during hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, every other team in the conference was probably doing this. No wonder we just got completely bodied every game. Well, yeah. And then... Every like, year we bring in a coach who had a college hockey career <clears throat> but doesn't know how to coach a hockey team. No. But, dude, he, like, I'm telling you right now, if I was in that shape of, like, I was, like, beefy, like, I had, like, a lot of muscle, and I was like, I can't even imagine, I would have probably been twice as good if I had been lifting while I was playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, my junior year was probably the best shape I've ever been in. Yeah. Like, my dad was bringing me with him to the YMCA every single day after school so we could run. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, midway through, like, second trimester, I was running three miles a day. Oh, yeah. I've been there. It's like half hour, ten minute miles. You're rocking it. Yeah. Dude, I never got tired. No. Fucking crazy. But, and think about it. I We probably, we lost, I think we went, like, close to 500 that year maybe, right? Senior year? Senior year? No. No, under. <laughs> Dude, we lost to Osseo. Uh, yeah, that's... One of the worst teams in Minnesota. Yeah, good point. Twice. Did, but... we, did we lose twice? Yeah, but we beat Champlin every single time we played him. That is true. Yeah, dude... It's... I don't like to look back on the on the hockey. We were terrible. Our coaches were bad. And I'm telling you, if anyone here is aspiring to be a coach at a level above, like, middle school, make your fucking students or your players lift just do it just make them weight train it will make a difference except if they're playing tennis <laughs> then it really doesn't fucking matter just some of the biggest guys in the northwest suburban conference playing tennis yeah dude i was watching a I was watching a charlotte hornets game last night do you know who gordon hayward is yes he got and... traded no 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 well he yeah he plays for charlotte i thought he was on the celtics uh, he, yeah, he got, so he originally was in Utah, and then he got traded to Boston, and he plays for Charlotte, and he's having a career career year this year. Like, he's averaging, like, uh, like 25 a game. Like, he's having a monster year. Oh, I heard he was a good player, but he's just injury prone. <clears throat> yeah, well, dude, he snapped his leg in half, like, three years ago. And what a guy. So, for, when he got traded to Boston, his, like, it was, like, the first minute of the first game. He went up for a rebound, it came down, his leg snapped in half. And so I think he got traded then, like, a year after that to Charlotte. Now he's a beast again. But I didn't know he was, like, a state tennis champion. No way. Yeah, (laughs) Gordon Hayward. Fucking representing. Wayne Gretzky was a tennis player. Really? Yeah. That's fucking He played tennis all throughout high school. Yeah. That's how he got his quick feet. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love me a... Dude, I want to join a fucking tennis league at some point. I think a beer league tennis tournament would be (laughs) so fun. (laughs) Uh, like a, a doubles tournament, like a beer tennis tournament. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be a good time. Yeah. Do you miss it? What do you miss the most? What do you say about high school or sports? E- either one. Just the team. <clears throat> the teammates, the out-of-town tournaments. The that's, out-of-town tourneys were fun. That's really the only thing I ever missed about high school. Was Just, just seeing friends every day, you think? 
well, not just friends, but it's like a group of buddies. You all know each other's humor. Yeah. And you all just build off of it. Yeah, true. Dude, you do. You grow. You don't realize it, but you grow within a friend group. Like, you you literally, like, adjust and just conform to, like, the yeah the norms of the group. <laughs> <laughs> you do, though. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. You know, and then you go off. And, like, when I went to college, right, and I'd live with, like, Willie and John. Like, I love a bunch of those dudes. But, obviously, they're uh, a few of them have different like perspectives and like humor maybe than I do. I don't know like you haven't really been exposed to like a like a different friend group, right? Like fully? Me? Yeah, not really, right? I have. Who? Uh yeah, before I was in <clears throat> your guys' friend group, I was with uh like uh Braden Lindbergh, Andrew Hoyam, Tony Boyer, Roman. I do know yeah, I know that I know like it was the yeah. friend group on the other corner. I know who like Boyer is. Yeah, yeah. Ben Johnson. What were you, What was the difference? Uh, you guys on it. Well, actually, the sense of humor was equally like uh, messed up. I guess. Okay. Not necessarily PC. Yeah. Uh, all a bunch of funny guys. Just that one group was a lot more athletic than the <laughs> other. <laughs> than the other one. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we had a fairly athletic group, I'd say. Well, I mean, like, I knew, like, you and Colton, hockey. Jason, I knew from hockey. Yeah. I mean, um, Drew's a pretty good athlete as well. Drew's a... Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd play Drew in some 1v1 basketball right now. <clears throat> yeah. he, he he might dust me, but... I Dude, I played so much basketball at Duluth. Like, I was playing pickup games, like, every day in the gym. I played so much. Yeah, I mean, there's two sports that my body just can't play. Which is what? Basketball and golf. <laughs> like, watching people play and just watching the basic movements, how to do everything, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can do that. You could learn golf. Probably not basketball. No. Basketball wouldn't be your thing, but you could learn golf. I've tried learning golf. My father and my grandf- we have back when I had a cabin, there was a golf course a few miles nearby. We'd go up to the golf course every single time we were up at the cabin, like, days at a time. And? I never got better. <laughs> no? Never. never. Nope. They even paid an instructor, and the instructor said, well, he got a little better, but <laughs> not really making as much progress as everybody else. Dude, you know? let me tell you. I was shitty at golf for, like, the past, like, four years. And, I mean, I had played a bunch, and I was shitty. And for some reason, this year when I was playing with Willie up, like, in Duluth, we went to a course called Namaji, which is in Superior, across from Duluth. And... Dude, I got fucking good at golf. Somehow, like, fairly good. I'll tell you what, though. I don't know what happened. But, I, dude, he was, like, helping me, and I got, like, a, a better driver. And I just lined up, and I literally just went to the driving range and just hit tons of shots. And I found, and, like, I figured out how to hit the ball. Yeah. Like, you just well, got to practice. Like, I suck at golf, but driving I'm okay at if I happy Gilmore it. Yeah. Like, like, I can't sit in that golf because my shoulders my shoulders and my hips don't rotate. Okay. That Like, my hips are completely fucked from You're hockey. just using your arms, kind of? Uh, pretty much. And then, in order to get uh, an easier rotation, I kind of step into the ball. Oh. Like a baseball swing hybrid. I understand, yes. Yeah. And that seems to work. I can't get it very high, but I can drive it. Yeah. So, if there's no hill on the course, I'll be fine. Dude, you know what the hardest part for me is? It's fucking chipping. Oh, I, chipping's my strong suit. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm like, if I'm like 30 yards out, like, it's, 
I sometimes I'll have a really good chip, but dude, sometimes I'll just fuck up my chip, and there's nothing more frustrating in golf. If you have a good drive and then maybe like a good iron shot, and you're like lined up like on a par five, and you're set up with a good chip, and then I I hit it, and the ball just I like completely whiff it, and the ball rolls on the ground like over the green. <laughs> I will fucking I get real real mad. Oh, like I, really mad. I used to, and then I realized that I'll just never be good at golf. So. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of thinking about it. I used to put holes all over that green. Really? From chipping. Oh, God. And then my, then like my grandfather and my father would watch me, and then they said, stop dipping. Because for some reason, I like to bend my knees midway through the chip. Really? So I would just... You can bang your knees on a chip. Well, you There's can, wrong but... With that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know form. But Willie is a really good golfer. His uh, his grandpa, like uh, he's one of the most like notable like Minnesota like pros or something. Like he really? he's on the like golf hall of fame or in. I I don't fucking know, but his his dad and his brother is gonna become a pro, like a pro golfer. Well, his brother, or I I don't know, but he's got really good fucking damn. Yeah, you gotta respect it, even if someone's. I feel like I respect golf even more because I know how fucking hard it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still don't recognize golf as a sport. No. But I do recognize it as a skilled recreational activity. <laughs> what qualifies as a sport for you? Um, Competition or? Anything that interests me, really, <laughs> <laughs> qualifies as a sport. <laughs> Very good, Bradley. Very good. Yeah. Would you say it's time for a little pull that Captain Morgan? Yep. Absolutely. Are you out of chase? Nope. Well, I got water for you if you need it. <laughs> That's what we chase with on the Alex Fish podcast. Oh, God. Straight water. Oh, there was one time when I, while I was living at Evans, mm-hmm. and we would, this was back in the glory days where Evan would go through a thing of Ron Diaz in like three days. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, this guy yeah. was fucking drinking Ron Diaz like it was water. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I took a, and it, it wasn't the black cherry kind, it was just... Evan, but this particular case, I was drinking normal Ron Diaz. Not the black cherry, not the green apple. Ron Diaz spice rum. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a chaser. And for anyone who hasn't had Ron Diaz, who's been lucky enough to not have normal Ron Diaz, it tastes awful. It's fucking <laughs> it's, awful. It's hard liquor. It yeah. is It is bottom shelf rum, is what <laughs> Ron Diaz is. Yes. And so I only had water to, mi- water to chase, so I slammed a glass of water and ended up uh, like... Uh, regurgitating all ah, of it. Ah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so, uh. Ever since then, I just haven't been able to even think about water while I'm drinking liquor. Oh no. And I get here. Take a take a pull of that, and then I'm gonna tell the the story of you dying in my bathroom for the podcast. Oh god. <laughs> but I'll let you tell it first. Oh, did you take one already? Cheers. I did. Do you have any of that that I can chase with? That's fine. I'll... I got ice. Ugh. Hold on. I can't reach my water. Oh. Dude, I need longer arms. All right. This is fucked. Ugh. So. Go ahead. Getting into the story. Yes. It was this. It was like two days before I we you and I leave for Duluth. Oh, was it? Yeah, this was. I don't remember the time. The summer of 2017. So, like, we just graduated, and it was you, me, Evan, Pitlick, and Colton. Yes, that is correct. 
When we were sitting in your you back... You remembered something. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in your backyard, uh, drinking a 175 of Southern Comfort. SoCo. Take a hit of this. And we were just passing it around, uh, taking polls, having a good time. Then all of a sudden, Colton and Fish decide that uh, since we're going... Since we're all going to be going to college and won't be seeing each other for a while, they want to steal the final bunker, the golf course flag, because you guys have in the past have stolen a couple colors from there, and Colton just needed borrowed. We borrow things on this podcast. You're right. Sorry, (laughs) we were borrowing (laughs) flag poles. Oh, that's right. Sorry, you guys returned them later. We yes, we did to my wall, (laughs) (laughs) but. So, and there was about a quarter of a bo- quarter left of this 175, and before anyone wanted to leave, it was like probably 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night at this point. Yeah, it was dark. And nobody else wanted to keep drinking, but Colton said, we're not leaving till we finish the bottle, so... Classic Colton Ryan thing to say. I was drunk, so I said, all right, I'll finish this bottle, then we can get going. Yeah, and there was probably like a thir- fourth of the bottle, I'd say, left. Yeah, there's a fourth of the bottle left, and I... Took it all down. Canned it all. Brad Karate <laughs> in the flesh. Just downed a fourth of the bottle yeah. of the SoCo. Tasted like nothing. Yeah. Felt completely fine. And we get in Colton's... Did Colton have still have his RAV4? Was that his, his Envoy? What did he have? I have the Envoy. He had a... It was either a Pathfinder or it was a... a RAV, it was one of the two. Okay, so... We get into Colton's Pathfinder, drive down to the a trail. Like, how long is this trail? Like a mile? We we drove down to, if anyone's been to Wexford, um, there's a little trail that goes into the woods over to, like, the Bunker Golf Course. It's probably, like, eh, three-fourths of a mile, yeah, to the golf course from there. Yeah. But so, I don't know how far, but so we're all walking, and then uh, Colton... Alex and Andrew Pitlick decide that they're going to run ahead and get to the golf course quicker. So Evan and I are just walking, and then all of a sudden, my legs just decide that they don't want to work anymore. <laughs> like And, like, I'm still conscious, and I'm just like, Evan, my legs aren't fucking working. And so this man, Evan, uh, ends up having to – and then this is where I black out. After I hit the floor for the first time – my legs don't work. I'm like, Evan, help me up. After that, I don't remember a thing. But I've been told by Evan I can that... continue from there if you'd like. Oh, you can continue after this. Okay. But I don't know if you know about the bicyclist. No. Okay. According to Evan, as he was dragging me or, like, carrying me back to Colton's car, there was a guy biking towards us. <laughs> so Evan threw my ass into the reeds <laughs> and, and let this guy on the bike pass him. And then he... I don't... I didn't feel it. I don't remember any of this. I didn't even know that. Maybe I don't remember that, but... The next time I became conscious was when I was thrown into Colton's vehicle. That's yeah. when I came back to, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I feel like... And then I black out again, and I wake up in Fish's front yard covered in vomit. Oh, yeah. And then I black out again, and then I wake up on the toilet. There's a glass shattered in front of me. Alex <laughs> is cleaning up the glass. My dick is out. Oh, like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> then I black out again, and then I wake up ass, not at, uh, with my pants down around my ankles, sleeping on my stomach in Alex's front entryway on the hardwood floor with a blanket around my ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll go into a little 
I'll I'll pick up the story from when you got back to my house. We dragged you your ass from the path into the car, and we got back to my house, and you couldn't make it into the house because you were literally like. You were dry heaving on my front lawn, like, <laughs> yeah! but like I was like worried at this. Point. I was like, "This is gonna be no. like this is fucked, right?" So everyone leaves, and I get you into my house. And I remember Emily's ex boyfriend was there at the time, and he helped me lift you because you were laying on the carpet. You said you were like poop. You're like I got a shit. I got a shit. No. Okay. <laughs> and so we he helped me carry you onto the bathroom. And I had to pull your pants down for you and get you. Yeah, I pulled down your pants and I had to get you onto the toilet. And you were fucking like, like dying on this toilet. And I was like, oh, this is completely fucked in. You're like, I'm like, this man needs water. I was like, he needs water. And so I don't know why I was thinking this, but I went and I got you a, a glass cup and I filled it up with water and I handed it to you and you weren't like drinking it. So I was like, you know what we do in this situation? We just got to force it down. I had to, like, force it. So I got this glass up to your mouth. I was like, Brad, drink. Drink. And I was, like, pouring it. And it was, like, spilling out the sides of your mouth. And then you would drink a little bit and then spit it. You just spit the water back out, like, onto your stomach. And I was like, this is a fucking disaster. And then it got worse because I left the glass in your hand. And you fucking just drop the glass and it shatters all over the bathroom, right? So you're sitting on the toilet like naked you're (laughs) there's a shattered glass in this small bathroom and then you start leaning over you start swaying so you're swaying on the toilet and you start to sway into the falling glass right i'm like oh no so i i pinned you against the the corner of the wall while you were sitting on the toilet just let me fall no you're gonna you want to fall in the broken glass rather than you pin me up with my dick that close listen listen yes, i had fall no i had so i pinned you up against the corner but here's the thing if i left the bathroom you were going to fall in the glass so i had to stand there for like an hour and hold you like pinned up against the side and i was like brad i i think you might have to like uh go to the hospital i don't know i was like i gotta call your dad and you were like <laughs> you're like no you're like you you can't call my dad like, just, just don't go my dad. And I was like, Brad, I think we have to call him. And you're like, no! <laughs> you were just so adamantly opposed to me calling your dad. Aww. And so eventually, after, like, an hour, however long it was, you, like, kind of calmed down, and I got, like, a pillow and a blanket for you, and I laid you down so your back half, like, your ass down was uh, still in the bathroom, and your front half was sticking out of the front entryway, and you were passed out. And like you said... Then you slept and woke up with uh, with hanging half naked out of my front entryway in the bathroom. And I was so unbelievably hungover the next morning. <laughs> How bad? Like, driving home, I was swerving all over the place. Like, it felt like I was still drunk. Like, yeah. I couldn't function. Yeah. It was a miracle I made it home. <laughs> oh, God. That was, a, that was a classic for the ages. But let me tell you, it really sucked dealing with it in the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. you should have just... Left me in the front yard, if I'm be honest with you. No, hell yeah. no. It was but, cold out. Yeah, no. It takes a but, real friend to but, <laughs> take care of someone like that. But, well, I'm not going to leave you for dead. But then I remember when this was all going down and you were in my bathroom, I was calling, like, Colton and Evan and everyone, and I was like, you got to come help me. And they're like, uh, both of them, they're like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, eh, no, no, I'm all right. Yeah. Even- I was like, these motherfuckers. 
This man, Evan, lives 30 seconds away. Yep, didn't want to come help. I was like, all right, oh. whatever. We'll just deal with this. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that that was the most drunk I've ever seen you, by far. You yep. usually don't get that drunk. Mm. Right? Like, I don't think I've... Is that the most drunk you've ever been? Yes, that is the most drunk I've ever been. Given I also haven't been drinking that much back then. Yeah. But now, uh, I don't know. In, when I went to Duluth... Uh, one of my roommates had an older sister who went, uh, what's that other college? St. Scholastica. Yeah. She went there. She was 23. So like every weekend she would make a liquor run for him. Mm -hmm. So she also picked us, uh, me and Jason up some liquor if we wanted some, which I always did. And And she got me some more SoCo. Oh God. How did you go back? Don't know how you went back to it. Uh, Just a one liter of SoCo. And then, uh. I'm sure Jason told you this story. No. But that Friday night, I stayed up all night drinking that bottle, just getting wasted. And I finished the entire bottle, went to bed at like 4 a.m., woke up at 6 a.m., like against my will. Like, my brain is still kind of waking up, but my body just gets up and walks to the bathroom. And then I just start throwing up into my toilet. Oh, gross. And then, yeah, uh, I went to bed, woke up completely sober. Wow. It was a great night. (laughs) It was a really good night. I bet it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's, there's been times where I've been so hungover, like in Duluth, I would wake up sometimes and for some reason, I don't know why it is, it has something to do with like glycogen in your body. But when you drink heavily, uh, your body has some reaction to wake you up early in the morning. So if you drink, you'll notice that the majority of people will wake up earlier when after a night of drinking. And it has something to do with, yeah, like I said, glycogen or some weird reaction where your body will get you up earlier. But I had gotten up, this was probably, it was recently, like four or five months ago. And I got up and I was so hungover, but I like couldn't puke, right? And I was sitting on the couch and I was like, make it stop. I was like, <laughs> make it stop. I was like, this is it was i was in pain like yeah. physical pain and From throwing up or no but oh, it was like the head. it was a migraine like oh, yeah. my head was on fire and i was like this is just horrible i was like is it worth it like this is just fucking terrible you know i and you know what i've realized i think the way to go if you've like a, if you want to plan a really fun day of like getting drunk do it with beer yeah it's just well, got to be the best way. Beer is, in my opinion, uh, the best beverage to throw up. It is the easiest beverage to recover from after throwing up. Yeah. Well, it, and it's because you have something to throw up as well. Sometimes when you drink hard liquor, like you oh, yeah. you won't even it's you'll be in pain and you want to th- your body wants to. Uh, get rid of like the poison, which is the alcohol, but you don't have anything to throw up because you took such a small amount of a super potent alcohol. So you're fucked. You just gotta <laughs> wait because you can't throw up anything. So you just gotta wait for the pain to go away, which is what happened, which is why I always have the worst hangovers when I drink hard alcohol because the body, it's it's harder to process and there's nothing to really come to throw up. Um. Yeah, I've been starting to... Recently, bringing a water bottle everywhere. Dude, you have to. You have to. Unless I know I'm just going to be drinking beer. Yeah. And I'll be fine, but... Yeah. Yeah, but the move is definitely to drink water. 
if you can. Yeah, you remember Jonah from uh, Fab, not Fabtech, or Q Printing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MMA kid. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, he says that he only chases with water. That way he's always drinking water. It's not the worst way to go. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's how we do it on the Alex Fish podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, cap rum and water. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most pleasing for the body. No. But, uh, but it does get the job done, and you will feel better. Here you go. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, Bradley, is there anything else that you want to cover that you need to get off your chest? We can talk about perhaps your love life or something if you're interested in talking about any of those things. Um, I'm not going to say I'm not interested in talking about my love life. Oh, well, we can. There's not too much to talk about. Um, so after a, lo- a long and painful few years, um, finally found myself a girlfriend. Yes. Again. And yeah, she's a great gal. Yeah. Yeah. She's Karen, right? Karen. Yeah. Yes. Karen and Brad. The power couple. <laughs> dude, Karen's dope. Yeah, Karen's Every, really dude, cool. I, I really like, you got, you definitely found a good one. Thank you. You did. Like, I'm very, like, of, yeah, yeah. Very, very good. She's super nice, too, so. Yeah, Karen's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that relationship is going well? Uh, So far, yeah. I'd say it's How long have you been well. together with her now? Uh, since September, so. I have to count on my hands, too. It's been, like, four and a half months. Yeah. That's good. Have you met her family and stuff? Um, due to COVID, not really. Okay. Like, I've met her mom a few times, and like I talked with her parents a little bit. And you like well, her, her, mom, her family? But, um, I like her mom. Okay. You haven't met the dad though. No, I haven't met the like. I've seen him a few times. Said hi to him. He said hi back. Okay. But he hasn't really engaged in conversation with me. So. Okay. But seems like a chill dude, maybe. I'm hoping once Corona ends and everything goes back to normal, or just once everything goes back to normal, um, hoping to have dinner with her parents or something. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, that'll be nice. <sighs> I do hope the best for you guys, and she seems nice, so do your best to stay with her. Oh, I will. Yes. Yeah. You're not the man. Have you've never. You've never cheated on a girl, have you? Technically, have you? Um, I don't know. Like Victoria Make, you remember her? I think so. Yeah. Did you date her? Uh, for like a week. Oh, okay. Well, we're not gonna count that. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley well, was wild in his well, high school no, days. Well, no, she wanted to. She wanted to take a break. Okay. So I thought that meant we were like done. Mm-hmm. So I just hit up a girl and. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that she meant, like, just have just, like, some time away from each other. Okay. I thought she meant, like, let's just end it, so. Yeah, you kind of got to specify the rules of the break. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of an important part, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, how old were you then? Was that... 17? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well... Bradley, is there anything else you would like to say? Unless you want to keep keep this going, but I like to limit them to like close to two hours, if that's okay. Oh, close to two hours? Yeah. Okay. I think we've been talking for like hour forty five. Yeah, we've been talking for a while. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, what happened to the beard? Huh? What, what I want to know is what happened to the beard. Oh, I uh, I trimmed it quite a bit. Like I I shaved it way down. Was yeah. it for the job? No, no. 
It was just getting really... Well, I mean... So, what happens is uh, I have, a, like, a trimmer, right? And it has... I have, like, different length... Uh, what do you call it? Like, attachments that you can put on? So, if you want to keep it the same length, right? You, every couple days, you just do it to that same length, and it will stay the same length. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'll just go, like, one shorter. Or one really short. And I just cut it, like, really, really thin. But, dude, it, it will grow back in a fucking... I can have it back to where it was... In like a week, a little more than a week. So, wow. but yeah, it's fine when it's short. So. Yeah, I've been working on this bad boy for about a month. Dude, now, I was going so. to say you got oh, quite yeah. the goatee going, my guy. It's the only place I grow facial hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. It's starting to bother me in the shower now, so I know really? we're making progress. Yes, oh, that yeah. is that is a key. Yeah, dude, I I think at some point it'd be it'd be funny. Like I want to go like a like a few months. Like without shaving or just like trimming it, but let the whole thing grow. So I could probably get this bitch fucking like super fucking big. I'd be all for it. Yeah, it'd be funny. If you need funding for that, <laughs> be more than happy what? to donate. Nah. I don't know, growing out your beard. Yeah, start a little uh, Kickstarter campaign for it. Fifteen k yeah. to grow out my beard for a month. Yeah, my hair is fucking insanely long right now. Really? Oh yeah. Well, you're wearing a hat and a hood right now, so I am. no hair visible, but uh. What I'm going to do, probably in the next few days, is that, well, I'll probably let the beard grow a little longer, and then my hair's going to be super fucking long. I'm going to put up my hair super back, and I'm just going to have a fucking crazy fucking long haircut. Okay. Yeah. So we'll we'll let that go for probably a week, and then I'll probably get it cut. You're going to flow it? I'll, I'll flow it a little bit, Ooh. but, yeah. I'll, I usually get my hair cut every three weeks-ish. Really? Yeah. I wait a full six. Full six. Is that what you do? A month and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My hair grows very, very fast. So, yeah, I usually have to get it cut fairly quickly. But, yeah, I'm letting it grow. I do remember last summer, I had my hair grow fucking crazy long. It was really long for a short period of time last summer. I do remember that. Yeah. Like, way too long. So, I won't have it go that long this time, but... Yeah, I'm not like ever worried if I like trim or cut my hair because that shit will just grow back very fast. Or a perm. Mm. I think you could pull off a perm. A perm? Oh yeah. Mm. What is well? Isn't a perm? Doesn't that make it like curly and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Anchorman too. Yeah. Dude, I my hair could definitely be long enough for it. Could definitely do it. Like you that. know, Dan Wong got a perm. No way. Well, he got it. He got it like. A year ago or something like that. You never saw pictures of him with his perm. Did he lose a bet? <laughs> no. He, he just wanted a perm? Yeah, he's a fuck really? it. I'm getting a perm. God damn it. <laughs> I love Dan. Yeah, but he got a perm. But, dude, it'd be funny to get one. If, if we did... If I, like, I'll make a bet or something. And if I lost a bet, like, I'd do it to fuck around. I think it'd be funny to, like, uh... We should try to bleach someone's hair in the friend group. Evan. Colton. <laughs> well, dude, I feel like... Evan will be hilarious with bleached hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, his hair is already kind of blonde, like light blonde, but him with bleached hair would just look so ghetto. Oh, that... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would? Just like some white trash or it something. Would. He would. He would look like a bigger Marshall Mathers. <laughs> <laughs> Evan M. Oh. Oh, no. He would, though. That's what it would remind me of if he did it. Oh, God. Yeah. Or Cole. I would like to see Cole. Yeah. No, just just to fuck with Dude, I gotta more. get that man on this podcast. That would be a good... I think that would make a great episode. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. He's a... 
Where's he living right now? St. Cloud still? Yeah. yeah. If I go down there, or maybe I'll invite him up. I know Hannah would like to come on as well, so we can maybe figure something out. The first ever couple. Dude, I that'd be fun, but the thing is I only have this other microphone, and this, uh, this mixer only has two audio inputs, so I would have to get the next size up, which is like a fucking massive one, and it costs like five six hundred bucks at least well i mean i think it's safe to say <clears throat> you've come to be a bit of a celebrity now oh i, so w- I wouldn't say that probably. i don't think it'd be too much to ask for uh cole and Anna to pay their way ah uh, yep with a no. new mixer and <clears throat> yeah surprisingly like over th- i think it's like 36 37 percent are female listeners surprisingly really yeah wow yeah so over a third are female listeners who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they seem to enjoy it. The thing is, I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get more like women on this podcast as well, which I really want to. But you know what's fucked up? And I talked about this in my solo podcast from the other day. I ask like a lot of people to come on this show, and everyone's like, "But I'm not interesting." Like, ah, you don't want me on the show or whatever. I'm like, I do. I want you on the show. You know. Well, I mean, this is for. Everyone who thinks that they're not interesting, I mean, yeah. I, the whole way here, I'm just like, I have nothing to talk about. And two hours later. <laughs> and two hours later, we've talked about six things for... But dude, like I said, you don't have to have, like, we can just talk about random shit and it's interesting and fun. Anything you want. Yeah. Anything off the top of your head. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, we can go anywhere. I'll talk about practically anything you want, you know? And it's like, I just, so it'd be nice if, uh, yeah, I could get some of these people on. It's It's actually surprisingly... It's harder to get guess on than you would think. I have, uh, I think Joey Thone's coming on here in like a day or two. Ooh, I haven't um, heard from that man in a while. Yeah, he, he'll be coming on. <laughs> you know who Dietrich is? He, I know the name. Uh, he really wants to come on, so I think I'll have him on. I have a surprise guest coming on. Uh, oh God, should I say this? Um, Mason and Keith. Really? They, they run like a, they're opening up like their own little uh, like crypto investment thing. And so they're going to come on and they want to talk about it. So we'll have them on to come talk. Yeah. Oh, my. So that will be a very, very fun podcast. And I, we might get a little technical because obviously that's kind of what I do as well. So that will be really – I'm actually really excited for that one. But So it looks like you are going to need to buy well, a new mic. I'm thinking and... I might just have one of them on. But, dude, I <laughs> I would love to have Keith on or Mason. But that would both be a – that would be a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But – like I said, if you want to come on the show, uh, DM me on my Instagram page or my email is on the Instagram page. So, yeah, you guys can, like, request to come on, and I'll try to fit you guys in. When I start working, it's going to be harder, so if anyone wants to come on within, like, the next two weeks, uh, yeah, just let me know. But, yeah, it's it's fun to get. I try to get, like, people of all types on here. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to get as many, like, different people as I can on, you know? Yeah, I mean, just by having me on here, that has proven that. <laughs> what do you mean, Bradley? Oh. Fantastic guest. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I do know. Oh. By people in the friend group, I've been called a different breed. <laughs> Who is calling so. you a different breed? Oh. That might just be me. Yeah. <laughs> you are built different. Oh. <laughs> There's no no denying that. Yes. Different in a good way, though. For sure. <sighs> Alright. One more pull of this all call. I, I think I should uh I should cap off this tequila. What do you say? I'd say that's a, that's a shot. I'd say that's definitely doable. You want to take another pull of that Captain Morgan? Up to you. Oh, might as well. 
finish her off on a high note. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Hit the table. Hit, okay. Free fucking do it. You cheers and you hit the table on this podcast. Do you, and if you need water, let me know. The last shot is always the worst. It's always the worst. Oh. Thank you. I might spill on you a little bit because the seal's fucked, but. Oh. Uh, now you got a little COVID along with that shot. Oh. Uh, is that what the spice is? Ah, uh, yeah. My goodness. That and aged water from my jug. Ah. <laughs> All right, sir. Oh, I couldn't get a nice burp out there. All right, so Bradley, tell the people what's going on in your life. We'll end this like a Hot Ones episode. There's a camera there, camera there. Um, the <laughs> so I've been working on uh, really nothing much, just been going to work, going to school. Um, in my free time, I do play a lot of, uh, well, video games, stream a lot of YouTube, try to support uh, Darius on Twitch. Joanna's fiance. Dude, I need to check him out. Yeah. Yeah, I should. Pretty entertaining. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Oh, I could probably get him on the show. Damn. Thank you, Bradley. That was a good idea. You're welcome. <clears throat> all right. So with that, folks, I hope you all enjoyed this episode with one of my amazing friends, Bradley Crotty. And with that, I hope all of you have a great rest of your day and peace.